everyone. Welcome to the Midnight Storytime podcast. I am Nadsby. As you know, this show is about relationships, sex, the works. And on tonight's show, we're going to discuss a major relationship hurdle, cheating. Now, obviously, this topic is a complicated one with many twists and turns that usually leads to metaphorical headaches and quite literal heartaches and ultimately dead ends. Now, you may wonder to yourself, why cheating? That's a overdone topic. Well, cheating never goes out of style. And so that topic will ultimately never go out of style unless we come to a utopian crossroad in the future that somehow addresses this stain on relationships. Now, I decided to do this show because it seems as if uh, this has been just coming at me for, for the last two weeks. For instance, I was watching TV and on I think it was an episode of Dr. Drew's show where a gentleman was on. Uh, his wife had just murdered his sweetheart and killed herself. Now, the two of them were in a relationship for 24 years. Can you imagine that? 24 years. And he had just, um, they were fine. Everything was fine. And then he asked her for a divorce. And it was because he had met a younger, <laughs> surprise, surprise, chippy, um, side chick, whatever. And so the wife had gone batshit crazy, uh, bought a gun, went there and killed the girl then herself. And, um, Dr. Drew asked this really potent question. Like, why didn't you, why didn't she kill you? Why, why did she kill the girl? And apparently I think he only missed it by a hair because he hadn't been around at the time. And I feel, based on the further discussions in the show, that she had really just wanted to hurt him. She wanted him to live and feel guilty and regret it, which is a little sad, if you ask me. You know, that's a, that's a mentality that's just toxic. And in the interview, uh, the gentleman had mentioned that the wife had been super controlling and embarrassing you know when they met people he would have to warn people about her abrasive nature and all of that but I you know she wasn't there to to kind of defend herself and so I still don't know what to believe because this story is one that's played out time and time again the older man leaving his wife for the younger chick you know no matter how long they just chuck all responsibilities to the side um how uh, another thing that came across my desk the other day was a video where a lady had just hit a young man and he was lying there i think he was dead i don't know if he was unconscious or dead but he was really not moving and Whatever he had done, I'm pretty sure it was the only thing worse than cheating to a woman is if you rape her child, you know, so I don't know what it was, but 
I think it was cheating because I think she mentioned I can't remember at any rate she was really screaming and at him over the body that appeared dead it was unmoving uh, she 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 screams at him for for a good five minutes right she spits in his face this is this person laying dead on the pavement for all intents and purposes then um, the she'd hit him so hard that the front part of the car had come off she lifts that up and she flings it at him and I am like what the hell is going on here you know so cheating affects people in some seriously um, unpredictable ways and it hurts it's it's something that hurts and then I don't want the guys to believe that they're alone um, on this cheating thing you know women also cheat and I'd be naive if I said I didn't know it was a lot but the other day I was watching paternity court well I started following it you know this COVID thing has kept us all home and so searching for ways to entertain myself I have come upon the paternity court um, shows in which women bring men to court to find out whether the kid is theirs or not and I have been so embarrassed for a lot of those women because I thought men could cheat oh my god some of these women have been um, cheating with men <laughs> for years and years and years go by and they lie about who the, the dad is and so you'll find that you'll have people come into the court the man has a child who is supported for 20 30 years and then come to find out it's not his you know what I mean not only that the mom um, there was one case where a lady had up to five men in the court testing to see who the dad was I'm like what the shit goes on here excuse my French you know so and these are older women too so it's not just the millennials it's not just the generation x it's the boomers the boomers were out here dipping and doing it with five and six men in the whole um uh what do you call that that time when you conceive in that conception time and i'm like wow so this is more pervasive than 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 we think especially in relations to, to women and cheating you know and I did I just say women's <laughs> women's and cheating it's not funny but hey that's okay that's okay we're gonna overlook that at any rate so today I wanted to talk about um, cheating because I have I have several ob- observations as well like it's okay for men to cheat it seems you know they don't get the flack they don't get that kickback like what the woman gets for example the other day with Jada and um, August Alsina they were mainly clowning um, Jada she was at fault she was um, a a predator because she was preying on the young man and blah 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 same thing happened with 
uh what's his name brad pitt and angelina jolie when they broke up it was somehow angelina's fault so women tend to get the blame right and sometimes she's deserving sometimes she's not more than often more often than not rather um the 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 woman is seriously like almost run out of town meanwhile a man will be uh glorified you know and then we have so many leaders who have cheated i want to talk about people like martin luther king he cheated on his wife uh bill clinton cheated on his wife um so many other high profile names jesse what's his jesse jackson cheated on his wife and none of these men you you never heard of it again so if it was the wife however you would probably still be hearing about it i mean we still hear about what's her face um monica lewinsky we're still hearing about monica lewinsky meanwhile bill clinton is still the man but but she's been vilified so it's a it's an unfair business what i don't find unfair when it comes on however to cheating is the party um that knows that this person is in a relationship and or this person is married and then still inserts themselves because as, as of late society has been willing to give that person a pass the and 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 by that person I'm talking about a side chick right society has been giving the side chicks a pass and i think that's not fair so i can understand why a wife of 24 years would want to fucking shoot someone or or kill someone it's the rage and the pain that heartache is real you know you give all of yourself to someone for those years and you put everything into it and for it to be thrown so casually to the side it must hurt and although you can argue that the man also gave the same amount of time and i guess it can also be argued that if you're not if you're not in a in a really relationship and you're not happy then you you should leave why should you stay and i guess by sometimes by the time it gets to those many years the kids have grown up and you're just tired there's no reason to pretend anymore you know so again it's a lot of conjunct junk <laughs> i know what's happening to me is this good up good up carrot juice that i just did i i didn't put any liquor in it i swear it's causing me to be all twisty turny <laughs> and happy so um anyways like i was saying you know there there's a lot of twists and turns and and dead ends and stuff with this cheating thing there's so many things that you can look at but again let us focus again on the side chick right the other days on a a show where we were talking about this very same topic and we were trying to figure out you know the thoughts about cheating in the caribbean and how it affects different people and and their um attitude towards it and so we've decided that i guess i, I guess it depends it depends it depends the mindset um depends on the strata 
um, because people are doing it for different reasons. And so I know the culture in Bahamas is a sweetheart culture. People know it's going to happen. People, it's almost like uh, <laughs> it, it, it's people are expected to cheat. I think a couple that's not cheating is the exception, not the rule. And so while talking to this young girl from Jamaica, and I wish I had the interview, I'm going to see if I can get part of that clip to play for you later on. Um, She broke it down, you know. She explained that whereas us old people um, used to be cheating for affection and stuff like that, Um, The younger folks are no longer doing that. And she was speaking in the context of Jamaica, right? How the young girls will just look for a guy because, you know, they're looking for a sugar daddy, which leads me to believe that it's a socio-economical thing because she seemed to be talking about people from a certain strata of life. Obviously, if you want the come up, and that's just something that happens everywhere. I think the path of least resistance... And I don't know why it's so ironic, because that should be a a path of a lot of resistance. But it seems to be the easiest way to get a come up is to find a desperate old man who's married or a guy who's married and, you know, work your way to the top, so to speak. So it is a trippy, trippy, tricky subject, right? And it is unfortunate that the psychics don't give a crap about who you are. They don't care about the wives. All they care about is their bottom line, right? They want a Gucci purse. They want apartments paid for. Some of them have one and two and three and four. baby. Um, not even baby daddies because some of them not even getting pregnant. Although if you're rich, that's a different thing, you know? Right. So that's crazy. That's crazy. And so let's talk about this some more. So um, Mark Manson, he says that there is actually a cheating algorithm. And when we come back, we'll talk about that. I feel like I'm going crazy. I feel like I'm going crazy. Hey, yeah. I feel like I'm going crazy. Always looking for something to save me. Yeah. I feel like I'm going crazy. Yeah. Always like it ain't nothing can face me. But a loss is still a loss 
trust then I give it to the Lord But no matter what I feel like I'm going crazy Always looking for something to save me talking about the cheating algorithm so according to the website markmanson.net mark is a relationship guru he talks about the algorithm the cheating algorithm and it's quite simple it ha- um, it follows the equation self-gratification less than intimacy equals cheating so in english when one's need for self-gratification outweighs the need for intimacy cheating is likely to occur and he broke it down a little bit deeper um, and explained that as humans we all have a natural desire for self-gratification good food good sex little work lots of sleep porn video games and cornflakes right As humans, we also all have a natural desire for intimacy and to feel loved by somebody else, to feel as though we're sharing our lives with somebody. And unfortunately, these two needs are often contradictory. So to achieve achieve intimacy and love, you oftentimes have to sacrifice your own self-gratification at times, right? So you sacrifice the things you love for other people. And to achieve self-gratification, you often have to sacrifice some love and intimacy, right? So if you're selfish, you're gonna sacrifice the love and and intimacy. Um, Now this can be as simple as watching a movie you don't really like or attending some kind of boring work party you don't care about, but 
it can also be deep and complex like being open about your fears and insecurities to your partner making a conscious commitment to be monogamous with that person for an indefinite amount of time and that's when you choose intimacy over your own self-interest so if a person values self-gratification more than intimacy they gain from a relationship then they will stop sacrificing for the relationship and are likely to end up cheating hmm so if a person values the intimacy they gain from a relationship more than self-gratification then they will willingly sacrifice some of their self-gratification to remain faithful. So think of it like a scale. On one side you have self-gratification and on the other you have intimacy. And if at any point the self-gratification side outweighs the intimacy side, well then you get a cheater. And it makes sense, right? Because... Um, Cheating is usually steeped in selfishness. It's what about it's it's all about what what you want. So if we're looking at um, intimacy and self gratification on a scale, right? Like he said, the minute you start thinking only of yourself, you're not thinking about your kids, you're not thinking about your wife, you're not thinking about the harm and the years accumulated. You, it's just all about me, 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 me then the scale is going to tip towards that and that's when you cheat. But if you value your relationships and, you know, you're trying to make a dynasty and you're trying to make sure your kids have the best life, it's less likely, according to Manson, that you will cheat. And it makes sense, right? And he goes on to talk about the two big reasons that people cheat. And the first way is that a person is just shallow and selfish, like we said, and needs to be gratified constantly. And the second reason is that the relationship is failing to provide sufficient intimacy and desire. Right? So let's look at these a little bit more closely. When you have an oversized need for self-gratification, um, you're not really that mature, right? So... According to Manson, the definition of maturity is the ability to defer self-gratification in favor of more important long-term goals, which is what we said. So, and he gives this funny um, (laughs) example. You don't masturbate at work because that will get you fired. You don't eat chocolate cake for breakfast every morning because that will give you a heart attack by the age of 32. You don't mainline heroin straight into your eyeballs before picking your kids up from school because well jesus you know nobody has to explain that one right so all of those would be you deferring what you'd really like to do for the greater good so when you defer self-gratification and you do the right thing you're less liable to cheat you know, when, when you value, you place a value on, on those things. And these things feel nice, but you have larger and more important concerns. And you're able to defer your own gratifications to meet those concerns, right? So, um, that's maturity. That's being an adult. That's you trying not to fuck up. According to Manson. 
right? So cheating falls under the same umbrella. Sure, it may feel good to rub your genitals all over that beautiful stranger's face, but a mature person is capable of stepping back and deferring their gratification in favor of a more important lifelong commitment. So again, value. You place a value on a thing, you are going to defer, which means you're going to leave what you really want, the gratification you're going to get from from rubbing your genitals in somebody's face. If you value your, your relationship and you're mature in thinking, you will defer all of that because other things are more important, right? So Manson says, self-gratifying cheaters come in two flavors, <laughs> miserable overcompensators and people in power. And listen to me, we all have met the overcompensator and we all know about people in power, right? These are the, So the miserable overcompensators are constantly focused on their own gratification because they feel so miserable about themselves that they need to make themselves feel good to cover it up all the time. And the chances are that if your cheating deadbeat of an ex-boyfriend or girlfriend is a miserable overcompensator, cheating is probably not the only destructive self-gratifying behavior they pursue. They may be drinkers, heavy drinkers, hard partiers, drug users, or social climbers. And trust me, I'm betting you that in Nassau or wherever it is you're listening from, you know a few of these personalities you know this may be your boyfriend a friend your sister and and they're miserable right so they're cheating to hide the fact that they're really miserable um underneath it all right um the people in power are just that people in high positions of power they're like you know Genghis Khan, you know, Genghis Khan was the one who tried to to conquer the world. Um, These are people who came like after Alexander. They tried to take over the world. Or or Bill Clinton and, and those type of people. They're people who don't have anyone to say no to them. Or those who don't face any real tangible repercussions for their actions. Right? And so they can do whatever they feel like because there's nothing coming. There's no karma. There's no accountability. There's nothing. No one can stop them because they're in power. But these don't just need to be people with social power. These can be people who are given complete power over the relationship, right? So you don't have to be a powerful person, literally. You can be the person who was given power over the relationship. People who are shown no repercussions for their actions by their partners, and yes, you can unwittingly enable your partner to cheat on you. And so this brings us to the second reason that people cheat, right? The lack of real intimacy. It's not rocket science to say that the likelihood of infidelity in a relationship is directly proportional to how miserable the relationship is, says Manson, right? The problem is that many people don't recognize the misery in their own relationships, and this is the truth. You don't recognize it. You come from a family full of miserable relationships, and you have a long history of miserable relationships. So 
to them it's not even miserable it's just normal right so this reminds me again of that girl who was talking about Jamaican women and how they cheat the the younger set now and it's like it's a fashion kind of thing they're so steeped in this behavior and this miserable behavior they've basically normalized it and this is what a lot of young people around the world have done to the point where the woman knows that you're married and she inserts herself and people are insisting it's not the woman's fault it's a man's fault and i'm here to tell you it's both their faults especially if they knew that you were in a serious relationship with children and money and all kind of things involved it's your fault right but the person who is inserting themselves is so miserable and the miserable nature of them and their surroundings and themselves is so normalized that they don't realize they're engaging in this miserable behavior right and so if you're in a relationship like this and you're miserable then why do people act surprised when everything goes to shit right everything was so good what happened <laughs> everything was not so good because maybe one partner is not um, saying it and they're lying to themselves and you know what you always know that something is wrong you always know it if you've ever been in a relationship you I think you you can sense when something is wrong but we tend to ignore it because you know we want everything to be good and we lie to ourselves right so you think everything was good but it wasn't so good right so there are two relationship patterns that usually end up with somebody cheating both involve poor boundaries and both create an illusion that everything is great when really it's a festering pile of cow shit with big red hearts painted on it the first situation is when one partner feels as though they do everything for the other partner so they take care of them and they give them everything and they supply all their needs and and they feel like a saint and then they get cheated on <laughs> yeah i mean you you're basically blinded because you feel like such a saint you ever met people like that they go around being such saints and then wonder why people don't like them or not reciprocate like you can be a saint but who is asking you? You know, don't miss the forest for the trees. So you're giving and you think because you're projecting yourself onto other people. Um, and you're expecting them to reciprocate what you're giving. But it really don't sometimes work all like that. And you, you get cheated on. Despite all the good you, you think you're doing. And the reason Mr. Manson says... Um, the reason all this giving and taking care of other people's needs without any kind of reciprocation and you feel like a saint you know a goddamn saint the reason you feel like that and the reason that it's toxic to be the all things to everybody um, in a relationship is that when you do everything for your partner when you take care of all their problems and show them that no matter what happens you will always make it better for them you show them that there are essentially no repercussions for their actions right so 
this very funny scenario. They lose their job because they were masturbating at the office again and you decide to support them. Then they spend the next six months loafing around on your couch while you tirelessly send out their resume for them. That's not going to make them change. That's not going to let them stop and question their own behavior. So if your man keeps going out there and doing shit and you keep taking him back, he's not, not ever going to stop. And a lot of women do this. They take them back and make all the excuses. Oh, it's the children. The children need a dad. You know, oh, she's my wife. Um, this is the first time. She's not going to do it again. That kind of situation. Although some people don't do it again, you know. But there has to be consequences. You cannot be the end all and be all to everyone. And not check them in their bad behavior. You can't be everything to everybody, right? Because if your dog keep pissing on your rug and every time you clean it up, um, the dog's never going to stop pissing on your rug. So please take that analogy and run with it, okay? And that's what happens when people cheat on you. You're actually surprised when you've been tolerating and enabling the exact behavior that led them to cheat all along. No, it's not your fault, but you sure as shit weren't helping the matter. Um, I think I was watching paternity court today and something like that happened and the lady was crying and she's like, I did everything for you, blah, 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 blah. And the dude is like, but I don't want you. I mean, I accept the gifts. Thank you. But I, I never loved you. And, and it just goes to show. Make sure that what you're doing for people is actually something that they want and you're not doing it because you want them to return a favor. Because some people can't give. Some people don't know how to give, right? If you're giving somebody something in hopes that they will love you or stay with you, that's kind of sad. All right? Um, another situation with the cheating um is when one partner is insanely possessive and jealous and so that's a very boring situation right that must be so annoying somebody who's always looking through your stuff demanding to know where you are at all times um gets pissed off every time you go out with your friends and screams in your face who wouldn't cheat who wouldn't so this person is essentially treating you like you already cheated. So even though you did nothing wrong, um, they stay, they, they're acting as if you're cheat, cheating. So why not cheat, right? It won't get any worse than that. Why not cheat? My thing is just leave. If, 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 if it comes to that point, just get out, right? It's people like that are usually batshit crazy. Um, yeah, and so that, that's not a good situation right so possessive jealous behavior communicates extreme insecurity and a lack of self-respect how can your partner respect you if you're incapable of tolerating any sort of discomfort in your relationship whatsoever and we've been going on and on and on right but true sexy confidence comes not from fighting for self-gratification but rather from being comfortable with deferring gratification 
And so there are a lot of steps that you could probably take to prevent getting cheated on. Um, You know, I think the major one is to have self-esteem to begin with. And when things start to go south, you go south with it. A smart person once told me, there's only two things you can do once you're cheated on, stay or go. And if you stay, just forget it ever happened, right? I find that that one is not necessarily good advice. You stay and pretend it didn't happen, it's going to happen again. Bet your ass. Because that person, you've basically broken down a taboo. People are really scared when they cheat, right? So you have kind of, by staying, it's almost like you're giving them permission. Especially if you stay without putting in some consequences and letting them jump through hoops for a while to, to, to prove to you that they won't do it again. And to win back your love and respect. Right? So that's that's a step. And what is never or should never be a step is you hurting anybody. Don't run them over. Don't shoot them. It's very hurtful. You know, get some therapy. That's the next thing. Get some therapy. Work it out. You know, see, see a counselor. And But that's for after it's happened. Before it happens, just, um, again, build up your self-esteem and, 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 and make sure that, you know, you are listening and you are, for the most part, deferring self-gratification because that's the major cause of people getting cheated on. Anyways... Um, I've said a mouthful and a half. So (laughs) I just want everybody to keep on listening to this show. Again, every Friday night, midnight or thereabouts. And look out for us on Spotify and all the other social media platforms. Um, anywhere that a podcast might be, <laughs> including Overcast and all that jazz. All right. Um, sweet dreams. <laughs> <laughs>